For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's up? What's up? Hope you rebels are doing well. We got a killer program today. Serious. This is a great one. Wendy Speak is on the podcast My goodness, this one is fire. It's a little bit longer, but it's almost a two-parter. I was going to air it over two days. I'm going to air it at one time. Uh, We talk about family. We talk about quarantine. We talk about how to handle the situation. And also, towards the end, we get into some talk about addiction and the struggles people are having during the quarantine. Wendy Speak is amazing, amazing. You're going to love her. Let's dive into it right now on Rebel Parenting. There we go. Hey, everybody. What's happening, Rebels? So good to see you. So good of you to join us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving your ear. We are excited. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and family. Yep. Yeah, we've got our friend Wendy Speak back on the program with us today. Wendy and her friend Amber wrote a book called Triggers on how to get over being an angry parent, which I got to tell you, Wendy, one, thank you for coming on. I mean, it's the middle of quarantine. We're still on lockdown. And thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I always say that people end up angry one of two ways. Either they're surprised that they're angry because they were raised in an angry home and they swore they wouldn't do it. And they're surprised or they weren't raised in an angry home. They had no expectation they were going to struggle with this and they're surprised when it happens. But I'm realizing during quarantine, that second type, well, either of them, the surprise can be happening right now because it suddenly we have different stressors and in the midst of those stressors what's coming out of us and we're so surprised oh my goodness why am i acting like this Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. we'll talk about some of these quarantine triggers perhaps perfect and i gotta tell you though yeah your book was so like i was for sure the angry parent like laura knows this i struggle with anger i've struggled with my whole life my fuse is pretty long but once it's lit it's like whoa it's microscopic, you know. My fuse is long, but when it hits the bomb, that bomb goes off, you know. I was struggling yeah. with, you know, never physically, but I would raise my voice. I broke a bunch of stuff, you know, back in the day. And I'm telling you, your book, hmm. like, legit, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. Yeah. And in the quarantine, for me, it was having to just literally turn my life upside down. Hmm. Like, For the first couple weeks, I picked up extra radio work, so I'm doing a bunch of recordings, and I was telling the family to be quiet all, like... Nicely, actually. I just got to give you props there, honey. I just need an hour. I just need an hour where you don't do it. Just don't do anything. Like, just watch TV, watch a show, and then the toilet would flush, and it would go on the mic, or the dishwasher would start, or the washing machine, or someone would try to take a shower, or someone comes to the front door... Or they yeah. run up the stairs. Like, we have a studio in our home, so if you make noise, it's in here. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, I finally was like, you know what? I never want to tell someone to be quiet ever again for the rest of my life. I yeah. couldn't be... so tired of my voice. I'm tired of hearing myself talk. <laughs> yeah. And, mad. Totally and so I do it crazy late at night now. Laura mm-hmm. and Lucy, when they go to sleep, Lincoln will watch a movie or play video games by himself. The house is silent. 
Yeah. And I do well, work at like 1030 at night. Yeah. Ryan, that's a really great conversation starter because, you know, to make this about those listening here, you know, so many parents for the first time are having to juggle at home yeah. working. You're right. Not just having your kids home, but they need you actually to oversee their distance learning. And there's not just one of them. There's three of them. There's four of them. There's five of them. There's two of them. Mm -hmm. And there's never, ever been a season of multitasking quite like this. Now, it is true that we're not running off to all the sporting events. We're not running off to all the extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. We're not getting up and having to be out the door at you know, 715 every morning. And so there are lots of things that have simplified and slowed down our lives. Mm. But the reality is we have someone starting the dishwasher and we have a kid that needs a question answered. And then we have another one who's melting down over math. And the oldest, the high schooler is struggling with anxiety Mm. like they never have because they actually need a teacher right there with them. And we're upset that they have three D's. I mean, there are just new stressors that we've ever had. So the fact that you're saying, okay, you know what? So that I'm not angry. I need to do this at 1030 at night. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to, I hear the term, it's really popular right now, pivot. You know, we need to kind of pivot what we're doing so that we can do it with gentleness, with kindness. And that's always been the heart, the trigger's message Mm -hmm. is not how do I get my child to stop disobeying so that I cannot be angry. But, okay, this is an opportunity to see that they need some help from me. Mm Okay. Okay. I can pinpoint that as a trigger. How can I get creative now? So the fact that you started doing your recording at 1030, you were getting creative. Now, was it teaching your kids to, why are you making this noise while I told you to be? No, we certainly can go there, can't we? Or we can say, no, I need to get creative. Yes, I need to do the parenting. Yes, this isn't about permissive, just letting people disrespect. But kids should be making noise during the day. Like, there's... It's both right. I really do need quiet for the recording. I really legitimately need it to be silent because these mics pick up every single thing. We tried to do a show a couple days ago and our neighbors had landscaping (laughs) being done and they had the wood chipper chipper. going and it was Mm. like, oh, nope, got to reschedule the show. Like I can't go across the street and be like, hey, um, I'm trying to do my job and you're running a wood chipper. Like I'm not going to be that neighbor. It's true I need the quiet, and it's also true this is unprecedented for kids. Well, Wendy, I just had to say, because I've had, the, out of most of the shows, your show was most pivotal for women. Because I think oh, yeah. over this course of the last three years, we've been asking people a lot of questions, like, what do you struggle with, things like that. And the majority of women, especially yeah. young moms, deal yeah. with that anger yeah. and there's either like what you said at the beginning surprised yeah. or and now with this on top yeah. of it we just want to give people like what i keep hearing is compassion like yeah okay if you find yourself in a situation where you did not think you were going to end up say you've been angry all week and snapping and snapping mm-hmm. it's like okay go again let's pivot like you said i, yeah. I haven't well, heard I, that I, yet i would say one of the main messages in at least one of the chapters and i'm gonna hold the book up yeah Because I think that the book, the book says so much just in the picture of it. I think I might have told you I was I was speaking at the great homeschool convention once and I've got this big banner behind me at my booth that looks just like this. And two ladies were walking by and one lady looks at it and said, oh, I never look like that. I have brown hair. (laughs) Ah, There you go. But it's such a picture because. 
we can all somehow identify, even if we don't do that, Mm -hmm. that pressure underneath that might not bubble up like that, man, but it comes out in a Mm -hmm. facial expression, our tone, Mm -hmm. our words just being negative. But the subtitle is Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. Mm -hmm. And it is so common. And Amber and I, I mean, Amber really had a vision to put this together as a book, and she swept me up into it because we had been doing this series online in a Facebook group, but really God swept us up into Mm. something. We just happened to be the moms that were there saying, here we are, Lord, send us if you want to use us. But he had an agenda to really deal one-on-one with moms through the pages of this book. What are those triggers? And I would love to focus on using this time of quarantine, seeing this time when we're, yes, we're overtaxed trying to balance all the people and all the things we need to get done, but we're not quite so busy with the running all the places. Let's use some of this time to pinpoint some of our triggers. Not yeah. all of them, yeah. Right. but I want to encourage your listeners right now, go and grab a piece of paper. I mean, mm. even though you're watching this live, you can press pause, grab a piece of paper And then just write down, okay, when are the times that I lose my cred? Mm, Yeah. Okay. When it's time for me to work. Mm. That's not working. And specifically in quarantine. Yep. Bedtime sucks. You can write that down. Because you know what? You've been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And our bedtimes are getting pushed back later. Mm -hmm. And then to go to their beds and what you give them at tuck-in is never enough. And you're already poured out. That's a trigger. Okay, so now I've got my work and I can't get quiet. That's a trigger for me. Bedtime is a trigger. And then I'll share mine from recently is I'm not a maid. I've got all these people Amen. home. And, and there's a chapter in here on and on does your messy home make a mess out of you? And the thing is, it can't. It can't. Right. Hear, yeah. Messy home and not just messy home, but lack of help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm writing this down. I don't need to write it down. I can yeah. stop writing it down. We went to our friend's house yesterday, and we get to the door, and she first like, thing she said, she stops. She's like, "No judgment about what my house looks like," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we, we just are come to our last, house? Are you kidding me? We're the last people to judge you." I'm I did sorry. laundry yeah. two weeks ago, and I just was like, "I'm not going to fold it." In my head, somehow, I'm like, "I'm not doing it." I set it on the chair next to my bed. It's not moved one time. Nope. Yeah, it's been two weeks. It's now all dirty again, and now I'm planning on doing it again. And this time, I'm like, now I think you can do it. I think you can do it. Yeah, yeah I absolutely this time do. I'm gonna fold. Like I took two weeks off of putting stuff away, and I'm like, I'm a nerd. He has when like it comes a to t-shirt laundry. folding thing. He I does his own laundry. Board. I do everybody else's. Yeah, yeah, Laura does the family laundry. I do I all can't. my own because I'm yeah. super. Yes, but Laura, your kiddos are eight and thirteen. Yes, your thirteen-year-old. This is really the main point of what I want to say today. Yeah, yeah. if you can pinpoint your triggers, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a chance that you can say, okay, during this time at home, I don't want to just survive it. Mm-hmm. What could be different? And I keep coming back to this idea: we're going to reap what we sow. So, yeah. could this time be a time? where we sow and reap some really awesome things in our home, of mm-hmm. course, sitting together at the dinner table. But what about the 13-year-old and it might be time for him to 
lend a helping hand and the eight-year-old with clearing the dishes and doing the things and not from a place of i'm not your maid right right no that's not gonna last yeah by the way the freeze on this um one you know the preview for this video is going to do the crazy face that i just i just know it (laughs) but anyway to pinpoint not just my triggers for the sake of getting through quarantine but hey after this is all through Mm. that's going to be different. So we've been saying, here's an example. We're too busy as a family, and this isn't a trigger. We're too busy as a family to be in the Word together. Guess what? We're sitting down for five, six, seven meals a week. Mm -hmm. Guess what we get to do? We can be in the Word together. So just choose a book of the Bible and open it up. It doesn't have to be fancy, Mm -hmm. but you're reading to the Word. So the same is true with what about the kids that are complaining about having to help clear the table. They're not making their beds. They're walking through the room and stepping over all the empty, Pins I mean, all the socks, <laughs> yeah. walking yeah. by the cups. How many cups right now do you have scattered throughout the house? Is, I'm going to get is, at least 12. Is dishes speak my language Because we're eating every single meal at home and everybody's eating and then it's every snack. Dishes are like, I say this, Laura has been doing the most amazing job, but it gives me anxiety. I come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's still dishes. Like, Well, yesterday, I have to admit, I was doing the dishes and like you said, tons of cups and the dishes is kind of a trigger for me. I thought I'm going to throw away all the cups and throw it all away and we're just going to have four. And everybody has one. If it's dirty, you got to go clean it. There's an L on yours. There's an R on yours. Yes. You have to come up with a plan. That, that for the was kids my plan. Adult, but yeah, that's <laughs> they're right. just all gone. Sorry, they're gone. But, so if dishes are your trigger, mm. then right now, just in quarantine, just in quarantine right now, but maybe you reap what you sow beyond quarantine. We say, hey, guys, I don't do dishes. Mm. So let's come up with a plan, not just because this is a quarantine trigger, but this is a life skill that you really need to have. So, and here's the truth too. I have to be hundred percent honest. Do you need me to help you with that? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Here's the truth. I've known this for a while and I've been avoiding asking if Laura needs help with the dishes because I don't want to do them. And I have the time to do it because I'm working at night. Like but I do what, work during the day. What if your help, Ryan? What Come if your help plan. is training the children? Yeah, yeah. You say, "Hey, mom's done a great job yeah. for this, but for the next month, I'm going to do it with you guys, and then after that, I'm passing the baton." Sure, mm-hmm. it's both. And, and. It's there are things that I could be doing more, and I could be helping them. Like Lincoln, I'm going to teach him to do his laundry. Like he'll be okay with it. And yeah, yeah, he's at a great age. Yeah. Who do we have on? For, oh, Mary Heffernan from Five Minutes. Yeah, Farms. she said if your kid if your can, kid work can run a cell phone, they can do the they can run they a washing can, machine. Yeah. Preach, preach, Mary. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's yeah. so great, but you Let's hear see. that phrase and you're like, wait, what? Oh, the the washing machine is way easier than a cell phone. Yeah. If your kid can unlock a cell phone and do the code or the thumbprint and get to apps, they can for sure. Yeah. Do a washing machine. Yeah. So again, we're going to reap long-term what we sow. Yeah. And right now, it that. might be your trigger, but your trigger is usually a red flag, right? Yeah. There's something wrong. There's what's going on. Why am I angry? Oh, because my child is angry at me for having to do his math. Okay. Well, what does yeah. that red flag mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it means that he needs some help to respond to me in a respectful way. He responds to his teachers in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. So now we need to work on responding to me because I'm here overseeing his learning. Mm -hmm. That's a red flag. Maybe the red flag is 
ooh, I'm not talking to him nice about his math. Yeah, correct. No wonder he's freaking out with me. So that's the red flag. So whatever the red flag is, see that as an invitation to reap what you're going to sow. So what are you going to sow into the situation of dishes? What are you going to sow into the situation of laundry problems? What are you going to sow into the sibling rivalry right now? Pinpoint, just write down three stinking things that are your top triggers. And, you know, the follow-up book to this book, Triggers, is uh, Parenting Trips. And it really goes the next step. So the quote from Triggers that I love to quote is, Figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean. Mm, right? Okay, what's my trigger? Yeah, get angry before you get angry. <laughs> get, yeah. mm. Well, let me pinpoint it. This is the thing that makes me angry. Okay, I've pinpointed that. Mm. Okay, what do I want to say during those times that's not mean? So before I get angry again, mm. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to say yeah. that's not angry. And that's what parenting scripts is, is that we will then say, okay, in that situation, what am I going to say? Because yeah. what I'm saying isn't right. kind or how I'm saying isn't kind. Yeah. So I'm going to pinpoint my quarantine triggers and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to say before I start saying it wrong again so I can be kind, I can be consistent in this time of quarantine. Yeah. Mm. Wendy, talk about that a little bit too because from every expert we've interviewed, in the heat of the moment is mm-hmm. not a teaching moment. <laughs> no. When so you're we know angry that and your voice has got that tone and it's got that the kids decibel can tell level in a second. and yeah. the kids are whatever they're feeling in the moment. <laughs> like that's the worst learning opportunity except that's when we're like, okay, now we're going to learn to do this and we're going to you're going to yeah, learn this yeah. and you're going to teach I'm going to teach you something right now and it's <laughs> right. terrible. Talk about that a little bit to where you can yeah. say maybe I've made a mistake. Take your piece of paper yeah. <laughs> and write this down. First of all, you can write down that figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean and then circle the word before, not during. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then here's the next one. Don't parent in the problem. I'll just love a good alliteration because yep. it'll yeah. stick in our brain. Don't parent in the problem. Save the lesson for later. Yes. And so what you're going to do is when you're not having the problem, you're going to figure out what am I going to say before there's a problem, mm-hmm. maybe we need to come to Jesus meeting right. as a family. Mm-hmm. Hey, this has been a problem. Have you guys noticed when everybody's calm that this is a problem? We're still going to do the parenting. We're still going to share the lesson. Mm-hmm. And then when you come up with what you're going to say in the moment, it's got to be short. They have to be familiar with it. It can't be a brand new idea. Oh, guys, remember when I mentioned this? We're having that problem right now. Everybody go to your rooms. We'll talk about it later. What if you share three kids to a room? You can be in the kitchen right. at yep. the table yep. finishing up your schoolwork. You can go here. You play outside. But I want to play. No, everybody's just going to have some calm down time. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. This isn't permissive parenting. Mm, no. This is parenting because when the amygdala is going all out of control in your brain, everyone's got the fight or flight. Nobody's teachable, including mom who's trying to be the teacher. Exactly. Right. It just can't work. So figure out what you mean to say. That's stuff you do before you say something. Mm. And then in the moment, You've got it scripted, something short, something pithy, something memorable. Oh, mom always says, keep your bottom in the chair at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. Mom always says, I'm not going to fight you. Everybody do your room. We'll talk about it once everybody's calm. Mm -hmm. So you've got these scripts in place. That um, they already know in a way. (laughs) They're familiar when you say, 
So here's one that my kids, we've been doing lots of movie nights as a family. Mm. We love it. We love it. We read good books. We watch good movies, movies that have character. Mm -hmm. Man, we just, we introduced our children to Jane Austen films. Oh, Oh. nice. And Little Dorrit from the adaptation by um, Charles Dickens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our youngest is 12, so they can track a little bit more, but it's still hard, but these characters are wonderful. So at the dinner table, we'll say, okay, which of the male characters, because I have three young men, Uh, who do you like the best? Well, I like Arthur and I like John. Okay, why? What character do you like about them? And, you know, so we're going to reap what we sow from this Mm -hmm. time. Anyway, that was a total rabbit hole. But that's awesome. But we also then love watching the movies after we read the books. Mm-hmm. And so out they come from all the various rooms in the house knowing a movie's going to start and they're calling who gets the best seat mm-hmm. and <laughs> it becomes, or what the movie's going to be. And it becomes this fight mm-hmm. in the moment that was supposed to be a blessing. Right. And here's the script now because I used to be like, what? I can't give you enough during the day that you can then come to a movie and receive it and just be thankful and be nice to your brother and nice to me. Yeah. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. I, there's, I just can't cope. Right. Yeah. Right. So if I can't cope, then I say, well, that's obviously a trigger. Yeah. Right. Oh, Wendy, what do you mean to say for their benefit mm. when we're not having the problem? Oh, I know what I mean to say. Well, that's not going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So if they come out like that, I say, hey, everybody to go to your rooms. You know that you weren't preferring people. You know, that was a problem. Yeah. Just hang out there for a few minutes. I'm going to call you back. Come out the right way. Yeah. Uh, go again. Right. Yeah. Go yeah. again. That's go what again. we do. Go again. Go again. Do it again. Try it again. Try it again. And what says grace? Mm. Yeah. Or then get a without a lecture. You know. Even with your spouse. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Kids are fighting. Send them to their room. Say, hey, it's only going to be a few minutes. When you come out, try it again. Yeah. Yeah. Do it again. Do it the right way. They're whining and complaining. Uh Uh-oh. I don't understand that voice. Try again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But we hear it as an invitation that we need to freak out because they're freaking out at each other. They're whining and complaining. So we whine and complain. They're fighting for the best seat in the house. So we fight them to give up that sense of superiority yeah. over their brother's yeah. entitlement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that go again. You're right. It does show grace. Cutting it and being like, that's it. No movie night. We're not doing movies anymore. That's not grace. <laughs> that's punishment. Saying, hey, well, back yeah. to your rooms. Grace is trying again. Yeah, start Don't over. Forgiven. Right. Right. Mm. Try again. Yep. And that's how he is with us. I mean, that's how we love yes. that the Lord is like, gives me, oh, okay, I can go again. Right. Like, he's there Amen. with open arms. We say that on here all the time. The Amen. Lord's not the Lord of second chances. He's the Lord of 2,000 chances. <laughs> like, when it says I stand at the door yeah. and knock, it's an eternal thing. <laughs> it's continuous. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I'm probably a little too, I've got a, maybe a little too far on it, but we did learn, and I know California is the same way. Whatever your kids' grades were when the quarantine started, they're not allowed to go down from that point. They can only go up. If you had a kid with a D or an F at that point, then yes, they need to do whatever extra work they need to do to build that grade back up again. And like we've got Zoom classes for my 13-year-old that are 90 minutes. And it's like, it's too much. And I'm trying to figure out how do I walk the line between... Like today, I just told Lincoln, you don't have to go to any of your classes today. He had a like, mental, do some mental health day. We need to do some makeup homework. But as far as Zoom classes go, just forget it. And he was like, really? <laughs> he was I'm so like, yeah, excited. It's just too much right now. And he was like, uh, he's looking at me like, oh, okay. And he's been so sweet today. <laughs> it's been a blessing. Uh, he yeah. just needed it. And I think parents forget. It's like, this is not normal. 
This is totally mm. out of the ordinary. If you've got older, like how old is your oldest? Sixteen. My oldest is 16. Okay, so, wow, praise the Lord. I feel so bad for the seniors. There's a, like, not just graduation, but what about kids that were applying to colleges for sports scholarships that all their sporting activities are gone? I mean, there's so much. There's so, so much. It's so much. Layer upon layer. Let alone, like, my kid doesn't like all of his classes, but there are some teachers that he misses. There's tons yeah. of friends that he, it's the normalcy of going to school that he misses. There's, and then the drama, junior high drama. Wow. Junior high drama. <laughs> so different, but still there, you know? Like the texting that yeah, goes I don't on. Mind, and, I don't mind the eighth grader not having to finish the year. <laughs> there is a lot of trouble. <laughs> I, yes. I hear you there, Wendy. I'm on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I think yeah. historically in the past, mm-hmm. I would have been the, we're going to get through this. It's no big deal. We're totally fine. And I have learned through this podcast and through the brilliant people we've had on to be like, you know what? It's not fine. I'm really sorry. And when they're like, this totally stinks. I'm like, you're right. Yep. It does totally stink. I'm hard, sorry. Yeah. I wish it was different. I'm yeah. going to be there for you in this time because it is really hard. It's hard. Yeah, just yesterday I asked the boys because their behavior has actually been, it's been so much better mm. in the last few weeks. Yeah. And what I've been able to pinpoint is in our family, and all the families are different, yeah. but in our family, two of my kids that struggle with anxiety mm either socially or academically, their anxiety levels have been so much lower. Mm. Really? Yeah. Now, I was talking to the oldest and I said, what's going on with you in terms of like just stress? And he said, it is stressful to not get to see my teacher four or five days a week for that class because he struggles academically. But they've made themselves so available to me via Zoom that I can get one-on-one time with any of them. All I have to do is ask for it. So So he's getting help. He's getting the one-on-one time. His stress levels are going down because his grades are actually coming up. Mm. And this morning, he was allowed to do a seven-problem trigonometry test with his teacher Oh. on office hours in the Zoom. Yeah. So he just muted it. He worked. And then if he had a question during a test, yeah. he could you know, raise his hand and the teacher pops over off of helping another person. So you don't hear all the other conversations. Yeah. But he'll, he'll be available if you have a question. Wow. So there, I think there's a lot of grace being shown. Yes. Lord for teachers I wonder like what that. that could look like at home for us right now. Yeah. Yes, there are triggers. Mm-hmm. Yes, Instead of getting angry, let's say, oh, apparently, I love that apparently, I I don't think it's true, but the root word of apparently is parent. So apparently you need some help from me. Mm -hmm. If you're disrespectful to your brothers or fighting for the best seat on the couch or not helping with dishes or stepping over your dirty socks to, you know, do whatever play thing you want to do. Apparently, this is my invitation to parent you right now. Mm So I'm going to use some of this time during quarantine to do what apparently we had been too busy to do because we were rushing off to baseball night mm-hmm. and clarinet practice and this and that mm-hmm. and youth group midweek. And so we're not running all the places. So mm-hmm. with empathy, with grace, with kindness, figure out what we mean to say when, before we say something mean. Let's write out our parenting scripts. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to come to Jesus meeting as a family on the couch when we're not having a problem saying, okay. Here are a couple of my biggest triggers. What are yours? Yeah. Right. What are some of the places where we're struggling right now as a family? And let's just brainstorm. Let's just spitball. You know, Mm. 
where are you guys struggling together? Or, hey, dad, where are you struggling these days? And maybe I could even say, I've noticed I've been getting really grumpy. Mm. I'm running out of of energy to serve Mm. in the afternoon. And when we usually do a family movie, I'm disappearing. I'm just, I'm gone. I'm not doing it with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, pouty and kind of bitter. Mm -hmm. I need to get a handle on that. What's going on with me and how could I do it better? And just, just talk it through together when we're not having the problem and say, okay, what are we going to do during that time? Mm -hmm. Instead of figuring out how you're going to work together over dishes, do you want to just say it's your job this week and it's your job next week? And then we lose that trigger because you just know that you're doing the dishes this week after meals. Mm -hmm. And in between meals, everybody's bringing their cups to the room, to the kitchen, and putting them in the dishwasher. Well, Wendy, I love that about inviting them to share what are some of their triggers. Yeah, I think that's respectful. Yeah, and it lets them say face. Yeah, it's respecting them. What would you say to maybe the mom who has littler kids, like yeah. five and under? I know we have a uh, not a lot of Ooh. listeners, but a yeah. grip. You know. It's so tough, right? Like so the tough. older ones, like even Lucy at eight. She's doing great. She I mean, gets up in the morning, you know, get a little cereal, grab a show, whatever. But I'm thinking of like the parent who's got, you know, one, yeah. two, three, yeah. where they're just yeah, like. Let's talk about this and then let's spend a few moments praying for them. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That'd that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. First, let me just tell you, I'm proud of you, mom. Even if you're not doing it well, you're doing it. You woke up to do it again yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you know that you're not being kind in the midst of the stress, mm-hmm. it is true that you have to stop being unkind. You do have to do that, even if you're stressed, even if you're overburdened. And Jesus says, if you are heavy laden, if you are overtaxed and burdened, Mm. then you need to come to me Mm -hmm. and I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I will lighten your load. Now, practically, we can talk about what that might look like, but I want to encourage you to do that coming to Jesus business. So first Mm. of all, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. That's the Ferdinand Ortega song. Jesus, make sure that you are fitting into your days Mm. a coming to Jesus. If that means you have a short time in the word, then I'm right now in first and second Peter. There's Mm. so much in there that's applicable for parenting. So I'm just reading like half a chapter each morning. What are you speaking to me about parenting? Mm. And I'm just going to meditate on that today. And I might write it down. I'm also reading through Psalm 119 because I want to grow to really appreciate God's word. I'm just taking it one verse at a time, writing it down, putting it in my pocket, carrying it with me. So fit Mm -hmm. that in because if your words are unkind, you need God's word Mm -hmm. because God's words are going to influence your words. And we talked about writing parenting scripts. The scriptures will dictate your scripts. Mm. What you Mm. read will dictate what you say if you ask the Lord to transform you. And the word of God is powerful and effective. And so if you don't have a copy of Triggers, it's easy to grab both. You can grab an audio version. Mm. And you don't even have to worry about ordering it and having it shipped or the digital version. Mm. We are actually right now in our Gentle Parenting with Amber and Wendy doing a study Mm. together. Um, And maybe that's something to talk about, Ryan and Laura, that maybe doing that in your Facebook group. I know you did it a year ago, but this might be another time we can send over some graphics to post each day to engage people to Mm -hmm. be going and pinpointing their triggers, whatever the age. But for the parents Mm -hmm. of young children, I do encourage you to get time with the Lord Mm -hmm. because you've got a very, very heavy load each day. And I encourage you to... Keep some consistent rhythms in place. Mm. 
So if you have a small backyard, well, what are your break times? What are you doing? Can you set up a kiddie pool as the weather warms up? Mm. When you go to the store, stock up on popsicles if you're not making your own. Mm -hmm. You know, what are some fun things you can say? At this time of the day, every day, we're doing this. Mm. After good naps, we're doing that. Before good naps, we're going to be reading as a family. If you have a young kid and you've never read a longer book and they're ready for something, doing something like Charlotte's Web and saying, wow, that was the first time as a family we read a big book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. doing puzzles, things like that, but putting them in parts of your day where it gives some order. And then remember, you're going to reap what you sow. Mm. They're not too young. I mean, if they're two years old, then if they played with their trains, then it's clean up, clean up everybody everywhere, do your share, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you turn on the song and you do it and you start putting that together as a rhythm, but just clocking out like, you know what, grace, and we call it grace, but really we're going to get ourselves into a pickle because nobody has to clean up their mess. And, you know, tonight we struggled, so I fell asleep with them in bed. And tomorrow night I was so exhausted that when they wanted me to, I got angry and I shamed them and I blamed them for wanting me to do what I did last night. Mm. So some consistency will help them know how to behave. Remember, this is a weird time for them. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. can be as consistent as possible, mm. every afternoon you go for a family walk before dinner mm. or after dinner. Every night you're reading your book together and you're getting to bed consistently at a good mm-hmm. time. And then totally. mom, you don't binge watch your favorite shows. Oh. I know everybody's saying and all the memes, oh, we're binge watching. Mm-hmm. You really want to wake up ready tomorrow to get in the word? I don't. I just don't have the energy to wake up earlier. Don't binge watch Gilmore Girls again. Yes. Yeah. Right. Don't stay up till 12. Yeah. Yeah. Get some good sleep. Make sure you're taking your vitamins, drinking Mm, plenty of water. The basics. I know we totally talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one with kids, too. Food and water. Food and water. Every two hours. And sleep. That changed our son. Laura was like, oh, like she just brings him food every couple of hours. Well, he's 13 and he's just sprouting like through the roof and he's growing and everything's changing. I'm like, he needs food and water. Every two hours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fertilizer for for our plants. (laughs) Uh, But also just one more thing. And it's a a topic we don't talk about much, but we're talking about anger. So let's just go to the places, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's lots of joking right now about, you know, if you're homeschooling, then it's five o'clock somewhere, have a drink, celebrate the fact you made it through. Um, I've seen that. I just want to encourage you guys to be very careful with your alcohol intake right now. I haven't heard anybody talk about this. But it's been on my heart because mm. my husband and I don't drink much. And just recently, he's like, could you pick up some ciders from the beer, from the store when you go? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this has been stressful afternoons. And yeah. I don't want to go in my stress to a glass of wine. Right. Yeah. Now, if you drink wine, I'm not shaming and blaming no, you. There's no, no, no. We could have a debate about that, but we're not going no, to. That's- if you do drink. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Put some parameters around it so it's not what we're going to in our stress because it's not going to help you. It might take the stress. You know, you can feel it in your muscles. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Woo, yeah. Maybe through a long day having a glass of wine. But is it going to help you parent better? Right, 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 right. Well, and I say I'm right with you on that, Wendy. And I would also suggest, you know, reach out to a safe friend if you mm-hmm. find yourself drinking too much. Or because I had a girlfriend yeah. call me. She's like, I am drinking way too much. Will you stand with me? I'm like, totally. No problem. Uh, So just find someone that you can at least, because then 
you're in it together and yeah. you're not alone if there is shame or if you have been right. drinking too much. Not a problem. Just now you know what are some steps I can take to not right. have that become more of a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggle with addiction. I've yeah. talked about it on the show a bunch of times. And I realized a little ways into this, it pushes all my buttons, you know, it pushes all my buttons. And so I've had to be more lax with my sugar intake because I don't want to fall off the wagon. And, and so lots of people are <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the in the community that, you know, like we have 12 step programs that are going on Zoom and online. And by the way, I hate it. I like my community. I like the in-person stuff. I've had to learn how to go to therapy over Zoom. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's okay. It's all right. But my 12-step, I'm not going to those. I just don't like it. It's bothering me. But in the yeah. community, a lot of people are falling off the wagon. A lot yeah. of people are struggling. And so, Thanks for sharing that, Ryan. Well, I'm because it's people, not my community. It's good for us to know. Because if people who struggle with it are struggling more than people that yeah. are not usually struggling, we're struggling more, oh, too. Sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And figuring I mean, I, out I, like I've never been drunk in my life and yet I crave the relief of a glass of wine right yeah. now. Yep. Why? I mean, before this I could count on two hands how many glasses I've had. Yeah. So someone who doesn't struggle, I think it's good for us to know. And if your husband really enjoys or your wife really enjoys doing this is something you guys do together, then you know, just bring it up. I'm noticing for me, this is not about you. This is about me, yeah. mm -hmm. that this is not been good for me. God said, come to me when you're stressed. Right. And I realized I I'm, I'm taking it to the pantry. I'm taking it to the liquor cabinet. Yeah. I'm taking it to the fridge. Mm -hmm. And you and I have never talked about it, guys, that I wrote a book and I've been hosting an online fast for the last seven years called the 40 day sugar fast. Oh. And we'll get together some other yeah. time we'll talk and why. And I first hosted this fast for parents, because in our stress, we're so good at limiting whatever is causing the, you know, roller coaster behavior yeah, of our yeah. children. But, you know, we three o'clock, we make it to three o'clock and we go into the pantry and we grab a handful of chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. We run through Starbucks to get a latte, whatever it is mm -hmm. that's going to get us through the hump. When God said, you come to me yep. or mm -hmm. I'm writing the follow up book. It releases in December. It's the 40 day social media fast. You know, we oh, do this to escape our kids. That's a great so it's one. Great I mean, don't tell We're everyone. We're going to have to retell. No, it's true, though. I'm sure you've seen this, but there was a study done, and kids are saying, I won't talk to my parents about anything of substance if I know they have a phone in their pocket. If they have a phone on them. Because they're so afraid that in the middle of sharing their heart, the parent's going to be like, oh, yeah, totally, and like look down, you know, because then or it's get just, a beep. I don't want to be rejected, wow. but that's going to be a big deal, and I'm afraid... Mm -hmm. You're going to get a buzz in your pocket, and it's like, oh, I'm totally listening to you, you know, as this thing comes up. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's a big Thank one. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. So we don't want to run to sugar in our stress. Yeah. We don't want to run to alcohol in our stress. We don't want to run and escape. Well, you're in, in California, too. Of fabulous, funny memes Netflix. in our stress. Yeah. Yep. We want to deal with our stress. We want to pinpoint our triggers. We want to figure out what we mean to say. You guys, we're going to reap what we sow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're dumping a whole bunch of alcohol on the garden right now, and you're dumping a bunch of sugar on the garden, mm -hmm. and you're dumping, uh, you know, three hours a day on social media on the garden, mm -hmm. you're going to reap what you sow. And it's not to say you don't get a break, mm -mm. No. or you can't have a good meal, or you can't have a drink of wine. We're saying that if you're running to it in your stress, mm -hmm. yeah. it won't help your stress. Right. Well, it won't help. And wanting it to relieve you and give you whatever the Lord is supposed to give you yeah. in that, yeah. you know? 
So he's known as the great comfort yep. food. He, <laughs> he's the great comforter, but we run to comfort food. He's yeah. not known as the great right. comfort food. But he is the food. He is our bread of life. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is the great comfort food. Yes. Well, right. you're in California. We're in Colorado. We were the first state to legalize weed. And the Denver mayor said he was going to shut down dispensaries and liquor stores early on. Mm. There was such a run on dispensaries and liquor stores, they changed the law one hour later because people were freaking out. There's been a massive spike. And I have friends that are sheriffs. And he said, we used to get one suicide call about a week. He goes, Mm. we're getting it every single shift. Every shift I'm on, we get another one. And that's, you know, we're not talking about that with the lockdown. Like, there is a mental toll being taken on the population yeah. because of this. And People are losing their jobs. They're afraid they won't be able to. I mean, but you look at the Great Depression, and there, that was huge. So yeah. if that's going to be there, again, let's pinpoint that possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we say, what can we do to make sure we're healthy again with the healthy food, again, with the right. drinking mm-hmm. water, again, with no, um, getting to bed. If you are in a marriage relationship, make sure you're making love regularly. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things are good for us physiologically. <laughs> did, you, did you just give a fist bump? Totally. <laughs> but we talk about that all the time. Yeah, schedule you it. Tell your spouse schedule what you it. need. Yeah. 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 You know, we need we need to do these healthy for us things. And, you know, if you were on a diet, because the sugar fast isn't a diet. No, it's a detox, but it's a fast. So we're crowding out our sugar, not by ingesting more vegetables. That's what we usually do on a diet. (laughs) But we're crowding out the sugar by ingesting more of God, his sweet presence, his sustaining word. And we're getting ourselves Mm. filled up that way. But you can also say, okay, well, where am I going? Can I crowd out those things by ingesting more of him? You know, if you're running to social media, then instead of running to those you like, you run to the one who loves you Mm -hmm. and you love. If you're running to your pantry, then you're going to crowd that out with healthy meals at the dinner table with your loved ones, ingesting God's word, pinpointing what the triggers are, even your food triggers, your drinking triggers. Write them down on that piece of paper. I'm drinking when. Mm -hmm. I'm overeating when. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not shame. Here's the thing that I want to tell people out there too, because I have to be honest about it. That's why I say I struggle with addiction problems in my life. I've gotten help for it. It's not a shameful thing. That's mm. a really normal thing to do. When there is this yeah. much at ad- we've got someone that's watching right now that commented, "Wow, I needed all these reminders here in Southern Indiana. E-learning with four kiddos, wine, caffeine, social media. You know, yeah, all the things. Wine, caffeine, social media. Yeah, yeah. Wine, so, caffeine. so, 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 trying to soothe a problem. It's a soothing mechanism for a problem, Mm -hmm. whether it's memes or social media or caffeine or wine or weed or edibles or whatever it is. Of course you want that. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about that, it's not to be like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst person. Oh, I'm such a huge Mm -hmm. failure. No, you're a normal human being with needs and with a ton of added stress. Of course we turn to those things. And so all Mm -hmm. we're saying is, Write down, hey, when do I notice? Is it late at night? Have I stayed up too late by myself? Am I alone? Mm -hmm. Am I isolated? Am I lonely? And this is when I start drinking too much? Mm -hmm. Or is it when I'm angry? Or am I looking forward to it? You know, whatever those things are, it's not a shaming thing. It's just a recognition of, hey, you're just a human being trying Mm -hmm. to get by Mm -hmm. for sure. 
So let's pinpoint. Let's pinpoint them. Yeah. yeah. And if you're drinking alone right now, guys, mm. let's just put the kibosh on that. Right. Just, just go. Okay. We're not going to drink alone. Mm. If you and your spouse or you and a friend mm-hmm. sit on the porch at the end of the day and have a glass of wine and you feel that's healthy mm. and that's okay for you and right. it doesn't disrupt your sleep right. or your behavior mm-hmm. and you can handle that then handle that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, no, I'm doing it by myself before my husband comes in from the work he's doing out in the garage mm-hmm. and I just to get the edge off the day. Let's just say we're not going to sugar alone. We're not going to drink alone. <laughs> we're not going to run to these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I think that's going to improve like what we're sowing and then we're going to yeah. see a different yeah. harvest, you know? Well, and you're going to be amazed mm. that even though you run to the drink of alcohol or the latte or a handful of chocolate chips mm-hmm. because they settle you for a moment, mm. they actually encourage more of this in your behavior yeah. Yeah. than a salad, a grilled chicken breast, mm. and another glass of water. Mm-hmm. If you spend, I would love, oh, look, it, it is right here. Mm. This is the 40-day sugar fast. If you want to grab one of your friends and say, I mean, this was written originally for moms. Mm. I mean, it's not, there are only a couple chapters where I really reference that in here. But if you want to say, hey, I've gained the, you know, not the freshman 15, but the COVID-19. you're yeah. calling it, COVID-19, yep. I got it. Let's do this. And it's okay if you're saying my reason for doing this is because my eating's off the hook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Starts as a digital, I mean, not a digital, starts as a detox, but it ends up being a fast because we're crowding out the sugar. Mm. And you guys, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. one of the main places that I see the benefits of this fast every single time is in how calm and consistent I am with my kiddos. I bet. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. I bet. Because my body's not physiologically doing, doing this anymore. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, look at me. I got energy. Oh, look at me. I slept well. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. My kid's freaking out right now. Look out. Are I'm, you there? I'm home. My big change, I did no sugar, no grain for six weeks. So it was yeah. like, you know, 40 plus days. Feel that? How stable you so are? So here's the truth. During it... People are like, how do you feel? How do yeah. you feel? I'm like, I feel the same. I don't see, you know, big swings of change. When I stopped it and I would have sugar, and some people process sugar better than others. Like, that's yeah, not a big deal. True. Some people process grain better, dairy better, all those different things. Mm. I don't process sugar well. Like, it yeah. is for sure an inflammatory.